Welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. We are continuing our conversation with Dr. David Pierce. He is Executive Vice President of Research at Sanford Health, and uh, he is in oversees a lot of what's going on out at the uh, big complex out north of town. Uh, uh, Dr. Pierce, how many people are actually working out there now? It's a, it used to be a, a Hutchinson Technology. It was a factory making whatever they made and now it's Sanford Research but it's a huge place. It is I mean overall in research and I'm going to sort of dial down from just that building across the whole enterprise for Sanford now we have 450 individuals involved in research 190 of those are physicians uh, actively engaged in clinical trials in the Sanford Center itself um, you know if I break that down in terms of we have about 120 geeky scientists Mm -hmm. working at the bench right now Um, then with the administrative arm um, we're around about uh, 200 so wow well it seems like a lot uh for for us but as you said in the broad scheme of things not that big no i mean you know really sanford you know has grown its research in the last eight years uh which is you know a tremendous opportunity to build something like that in in the current uh, you know day and age uh i like to compare sanford research like to if we think of the conventional academic medical schools like john hopkins or something mm-hmm. like that we're like one of their large departments I see. Well, that's uh, it's significant to be sure, particularly in you growing it from the ground up. You just haven't been doing that long in the broad scheme of things, have you? Exactly. But it's been wonderful because, you know, doing it now means that we, we're not steeped in some of the, uh, you know, really the academic uh, politics that typically happen at these institutions. There's no ivory towers at uh, Sanford. Right. You're a little more nimble and efficient, do you think? We are. We have a reputation um, of getting clinical trials up and running uh, very quickly. Uh, an example of that recently is uh, Merck. You'll see on TV commercials have a drug called Keytruda, which mm-hmm. treats many forms of cancers. Uh, we were the top recruiting uh, organization in the United States that helped get them uh, approval for that particular drug. Well, that's amazing. Now, the, talk a little bit. First of all, what's your day like? That's what I want to know. So you um, clearly are British. Mm-hmm. So you came to the United States when? So I came to the United States when I was 24 years old, right after gaining my PhD at the University of Bath. And wh- where are you from? What town did you grow so, up in? So I grew up in Portsmouth, uh, which is where, if you know where London is in England, you go due south. And when you hit the water, I grew up right by the English Channel. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. But people confuse, because there's a debate over embryonic stem cells and you know, now genetic editing because of uh, the whole CRISPR project Mm -hmm. and all these different ethical issues, people hear STEM and they kind of freak out. And so do you run into problems with that? You know, a few years ago when we started doing research at Stanford, there was a lot of questions on where we do in stem cell research, and which we were not. Um, And I was actually pleasantly surprised as we launched this clinical trial. I think that, you know, more and more people became aware. We did a lot of work in emphasizing it's fat-derived. It's from you. Um, So I think that fear is there. And I'd like to think that, particularly in the in the community uh, in, and in South Dakota itself, Sanford's built a reputation where it's trusted, and we're not going to dabble in something like uh, embryonic stem cells because we're not. Yeah, so now there's been some um, um, publicity and uh, writing about the project that you guys have been doing, and I don't know how much you're involved with, in Germany mm-hmm. with uh, stem cells, right, and mm-hmm. in with a knee project. Um, is, that, is that something you're going to be now 
going to be able to transfer, are you going to try and transfer that back to the United States anytime soon? Yes, yeah, so that's very much related to that rotator cuff trial. So in Germany, they have approval to use these fat-derived stem cells for a number of procedures. Um, so we partnered with the ESAR Clinicum in Munich, Germany to learn. Um, and we've had patients go over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are using the exact same technology, which is approved in Germany. And then we've approach the FDA. We've done that first clinical trial. We're about to do you know, another two or three clinical trials as well to get approval in the United States. Different countries obviously have different regulations for reasons. Just because it's approved in Germany doesn't mean to say you can do it here and vice versa. So that was really how that relationship started. And so now you're doing the work in rotator cuffs in, in uh, testing it in shoulders. Is that what you're talking about then? So Correct. Yeah. So that, but it's all pl applicable. My shoulder, my knee, mm -hmm. you're all, re you're regenerating what in there that's making it work better? So there's a tear and the cartilage. So the idea is it will help the healing process for the cartilage and potentially regenerate the cartilage itself that is missing. So you wouldn't have to have a surgical repair. Uh, the other trial we have up and running right now is in wound, um, obviously with open sores. If you can put these stem cells on there, that would expedite the healing and closing of that wound. And in the very near future, we'll have an osteoarthritis one in knee and in wrist up and running. Um, so that's a, a really uh, amazing process because you're talking about regenerating cells. And once you are able to regenerate cells in one type of human piece... Maybe you can do it in others? And that's absolutely the approach we're taking for type 1 diabetes right now. The key to most therapies is delivery. So injecting something to the rotator cuff is somewhat easier than getting to the pancreas. The pancreas is a very delicate organ, but uh, we have a lot of preclinical studies now in animals on how could we actually get these types of stem cells uh, to replace the, the dead or dying stem cells in the pancreas and uh, find that cure for type 1 diabetes. That's uh, amazing that that's all, I mean, the body's an amazing thing anyway, but the fact that the research is kind of interrelated on these different diseases is mind-boggling a little bit. How do you get your brain around all that? Is that I, I just lay awake at night sometimes just thinking, I can't even believe we're doing this. You know, it's. It, I think I have the best job in the world because I get to, you know, listen to people's ideas. I get to activate people's ideas and try and connect all of those different dots. I mean, the meeting I had literally just before I came here was, you know, discussing, you know, the delivery of these types of stem cells to the pancreas. And of course, you know, one of our other studies, uh, you know, unrelated came up in terms of, well, this is what we've learned about these types mm -hmm. of cells. And if I was sitting in that meeting, I wouldn't understand a word, right? Um, you probably wouldn't be enjoying it. No. <laughs> We are uh, here with Dr. David Pierce. He is the Executive Vice President of Research at Sanford Health, which is a big dang deal out there in the uh, Sanford Center in the northwest part of the northeast part of the city. Um, and you've probably seen that place. And it's an amazing, amazing facility. Uh, we're going to come right back and talk more about research at Sanford Health and uh, some of the broader mission right after this message. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.